0: Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Hello. How's hello, everybody everyone. doing? Everybody. Hello. We have Do a uh, smorgasbord before us. Hey, Smorgasb- that, that's, oh, a yes. word. that's a word you hadn't used in a long time, <laughs> is it, Nathan?
1: <laughs> I don't know that I'd ever have had an occasion to use that word.
0: Now you
2: have. Somebody should tell us in the comments what's the difference between a smorgasbord and a buffet. Hmm. I don't care. Okay, I bet there is a difference. (laughs) You don't have to. You don't have to put that in the. We all have Google. Email me. I'd like to know. I don't want to look it up because I won't remember in ten minutes. No.
1: So our friend. Nor will he when you put it in the question. (laughs) Why is so and so commenting on our podcast (laughs) smorgasbord? smorgasbord.
0: Yes. So our friend Michael has uh, has bestowed upon us many gifts today. Good food. Good food. Good good food. food, good Good fuel. And uh, so those of you who listen and watch our podcast quite a bit, you know all about his Facebook page. But if you don't, go to Food, Good Fuel, and uh, you'll find out all these great vegan recipes. He has brought us some. We have two soups, or a a soup and a stew. What's the the one you're eating there, Ed? Um.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why why would you ask me that?
1: (laughs) That is the creamy, (laughs) it's creamy curry, or it's curry creamy cauliflower cauliflower
2: soup. Yes. Yeah, it sure is. It's good. <laughs> Ed likes it.
1: I've got my. I do here like it. Know what oatmeal else. raisin, no nuts. I've got another one that's got nuts. Ah. Vegan cookies. So I'm assuming, no, no
0: butter, no eggs in this. Okay. So. I have not yet gotten to I my had a cookies. Friend in high school, we called
2: that vegan no nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> there
0: you go. <laughs> Are we going to have to get a delay on this podcast so we can censor you? (laughs) Okay. And then finally, we have, which is my current favorite of the things that I've eaten, is the stew we have. It's got almost everything you can think of in it. I think you said it was
1: a peanut African stew. Yes. And sweet potato. Peanut (laughs) and sweet potato African.
0: I see all kinds of beans and looks like some...
2: looks like a llama bean. I'll just say they're
0: both delicious. Mm -hmm. I'm eating this one more because i can taste it more <laughs> covid <laughs> has still got some of my taste buds jason
2: has lost taste buds to
0: COVID. the the curry i can tell it's a great thing but i can't get quite all the notes in there well, so I'll i'm saying this i think both
1: of these are up on his facebook page i have the recipes because he, he was helping us with the cooking class and um he gave me the recipes for the creamy cauliflower <laughs> curry I don't remember how it goes, but I'll say this, even if you're not crazy about curry, it's not so much curry Mm -hmm. that it would, Mm -hmm. that it's not the number one thing you notice. It's just a very flavorful kind of soup.
2: I'll just say both of these that if I came home and this was what I was having on a cold night, Mm -hmm. I'd be super excited. Yep. I agree. Yeah. I
0: really like this stew. Good job, Michael.
2: Good job. And all good fall vegetables. That cookie
0: I just had was good too. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm going to be having that while we answer our controversial questions controversial questions yes as i said last time last week we've been getting lots of questions and Yay. uh we have stacks of questions for weeks that we're gonna have to get to <coughs> um so today i picked two that'll probably take us the whole time to talk about uh one in particular that i'm gonna start with I because put
2: a little too much hot sauce in the i stew. can tell you're <laughs> over <laughs> there hacking I, put, I got a little <coughs> <coughs> it went down in the wrong pipe. yes
0: <coughs> so as i was saying this first question I want us to start with, I, I, I picked out because it, it is timely uh, mm-hmm. based on what we just saw our nation go through last week and uh, gives us a reason to kind of talk about it. So uh, as we finish up our food, uh, I'll throw the question out. This was actually sent to us before the new year. And uh, when I read the question, I thought to myself, well, that hadn't aged well. <laughs> um, but the, the question asker uh, would like us to discuss – what we make of, uh, they, they bring out certain Christian scholars uh, who, and they name a certain name. I, I don't know if we want to get into that. Uh, but certain people in the Christian world who are making statements about our president. And uh, mainly the kinds of things that they are saying is we ought to fight for our president to support him to the very last drop of blood. Mm. And uh, what do we make of that sentiment? So... What do we make of that sentiment, gentlemen?
2: Well, I I disagree with him on so many fronts. One, you know, I guess he made that statement after the election. And I know a lot of people are upset about the election because of the dubious rumors that are floating around that uh, don't seem to have any basis in reality true and so i disagree with him on the basis of that it seems like not a very patriotic thing to say mm. Mm. and then he's got christian attached to it now yeah it's really hard to attach jesus
0: and fighting to the last drop of blood
2: dropping to, fighting to the last drop of blood yeah. cuz the only time we see somebody with jesus who starts to fight jesus says Mm-mm. stop no, yeah.
1: well, <laughs> and when Jesus as was on trial for being a uh, in the eyes of the Romans and the Jews, a king bringing a kingdom, mm-hmm. a a alternative king, right? Yeah, he deliberately said that if my kingdom was of this world, my followers would fight to defend me. And this is fighting mm-hmm. to defend Jesus. that's right. And he said, But since my kingdom's not of this world, they're not doing that. That's right. So, I, I mean, as close to a direct command from Jesus, that's about it. I mean, he wasn't a
0: direct command, but it's pretty darn close. And, you know, Jesus's big deal was kind of love your enemies. Yep. Yeah. And when someone harms you. You don't retaliate. You don't retaliate, and you so. trust
2: that God has the final word. If you yes. need to have yes. retaliation,
0: God will take care of that. Yeah, that came later. The That's followers right. of Jesus then extrapolated what He said out of that and said, "Well, you know, it is not ours to take vengeance, or we're, we're, there's really no need to defend anything because the battle's won, guys, mm-hmm. and so you just you just follow me, and that rest will take care of it." So, in fact, I
2: can't remember who, and this was just recently. I don't think this was in a conversation with us, but I was reading or listening to something, and they were talking about that command, and I believe, again, it's either Francis, uh, St. Francis, that talked about how Jesus, how that description of God will eventually, whatever justice needs to take place, God will take place. Mm -hmm. He said, it really gives us the freedom then Mm. to love our enemies Because my hope is no one ever has to face yes. the kind of judgment of God. Mm-hmm. And my part in it is to love them in hopes that they turn to God so they don't have to face judgment. Absolutely. But if they don't, then God's going to take care yeah. of that. That's not my job. My job yeah. is to love everyone always. And if it's an enemy or if someone's done something wrong, I don't have to be the one to extract punishment.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think where a lot of that... Because I don't want to be, I don't want to be dishonest here. I do. Uh, there's a part of me that, when someone said makes comments like this, I don't agree. Say that up front. But I do understand oh, yeah. the heart that starts off that way and, and where that comes from. And but I again, I disagree with that because I, I feel that it comes along with a great amount of fear and lack of. I have to. We have to control this because if we don't than something yep. uh, as if somehow i i and, and and all Christians will say i believe god's in control but right. and then there's always that but and, mm-hmm. and i always want to say well if he really is then you certainly wouldn't have to take up arms to defend him if well, <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. uh, so i don't i don't see where those two um ways of thinking kind of come together I, I it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me no is what it, I'm saying.
2: it's a whole different thing if there are people aggrieved who on the basis of the way they understand politics and the way politics want to run and they think they need to go attack the capitol okay it's a it's illegal in our country yeah. and and you can do i mean but i mean we all have the choice to do things illegal as my dad said to me back when I was wanting to do illegal things, you knew anything as long as you're willing to pay the price. There's just a price paid, uh, attached to it.
0: And don't complain
2: when don't, the price comes. You knew going into it what the price was, so if they decide to charge you that, that's what you get charged with. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, when you start attaching Jesus to it, mm. and you say you follow Jesus, as I mean, we've said on this podcast many times, I said just Sunday in message stuff, The last two weeks, a part of what it means to love God, heart, mind, soul is to admit that he's superior to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I cannot, I cannot make Jesus Lord and act like we are somehow equal. Mm
0: -hmm. That my
2: opinion about where the politics of the world ought to be and what Jesus says I should do, those aren't equal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, if I don't want to follow Jesus, I don't have to follow Jesus. Yeah. But if I follow Jesus, he gets to have the say on that.
1: Well, and I think it's the importance of the thing we've talked about the past couple podcasts, at least, of this seeing the Bible as this, a story that is formed around Jesus, that is leading to Jesus and is informed by Jesus, and everything is really about Jesus. And in particular, the cross being the central event of that. Yes. There's this part where Paul talks in Colossians, and he says that, um, that Jesus' death on the cross it 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 destroyed the armor it took off the armor of the powers of this world and we kind of just read a lot of those things just where we're kind of like oh it's just poetic imagery that he's getting to what jesus is actually getting to this happens before he goes to The cross, it's one of my favorite moments of scripture where Jesus is before he comes into Jerusalem, he stops and he looks at the city and he weeps for the city. And he says, how I long to gather you under my wings. And what he's in particular talking about is something that's going to happen in 70 A.D. where the whole the whole. City is going to be laid to waste. The temple is going to be destroyed because of a violent Revolution that gets started in the midst and Jesus this whole time has been speaking of enemy love and has been loving Romans and has been saying hey when a Roman strikes you you turn the other cheek in this very peaceful way of going through life and then he goes to the cross and Those who were in power took the person who was most in the right the person who was most gentle and did the most wrong things to him. And the reason they did it was because they thought violence is the way, force is the way to make change in the world. We will stop him. And and I do believe this is what it's into is the cross becomes this almost comedy of errors mm. that shows the powers of this world think the way to get things done is through violence and through taking things. And they, they took Jesus' life. And then Jesus goes, hey, not only am I—you're not taking it from me. Mm, I'm giving right. it to you. You thought right. you were taking yeah. this? I'm not, And not only am I giving it to you, I'm going yeah. to take it back mine up again. I'm going to take it back
2: up. Mine to lay down, mine to take back up.
1: Yes, and then it kind of makes sense of these, some of these things where Jesus says, if they ask you to carry their pack and they could legally make you do it for a mile, he says— go another mile because legally they couldn't make you. And the almost image is that these Roman soldiers now are chasing them, Go no, please don't take it another mile. And it's <laughs> almost this comedic thing that Jesus is doing is he's saying, here's a third way of dealing with things. Here's mm-hmm. a third way, which is one way is when I don't get my way, I'm going to fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force my way. The second way is lay down and just take it. But there's this third way that's possible, which is, I become gentle and peaceful. I don't suddenly say that things I think were wrong are suddenly right. I can still be very vocal about, hey, I think this is wrong. Or I think, in any case, I'm not just talking about politics. I'm talking about anything. In relationships, Right. that there's yeah. this third way, and what we see is it it does shame to the other side when they think there is a forcible way to make something happen. And you say, no, the peaceful way of Jesus is the path forward, death life comes from death victory from defeat it's so important that we're rooted in that story and we don't see ourselves as David go you know David and Goliath or I'm the part of the story where we're going to go kill all the Philistines or we're going to do you're just taking things out of context at that point
0: yes all right anything else to say about that
2: No, I, you know, I think almost like last summer when we uh, talked a little bit after George Floyd was killed. Mm. um, You know, I, again, I don't, I don't feel as culpable on this because I've, I've stood and talked for a long time now that we shouldn't, we shouldn't marry Christianity in Mm -hmm. politics. Mm. Yeah. And. So I feel like I've tried, but I I watch people in our church that are just all in knots over this, and I go, maybe I should have tried harder, Mm because there really is no, there is no reason for any follower of Jesus to ever spend a moment worried about what political leader is in charge, because we don't think they're in charge. Yes. Amen. We just... We don't believe they're in charge, so it doesn't trouble us. And people go, "Well, so you don't care about what happens?" Sure, I care about what happens, yeah. but I know what
0: is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I care about it in 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 light of what it does to people.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And the main thing I see happening to people right now is our reaction to what really we don't have as much cards to play in as we think we have to play in. Yeah, mm,
0: that's a good point. And excuse me. And I was saying this to somebody. I think my wife the other day. I said I, I just don't understand the amount of like you said, Ed, fear and worry that Christians put into each and every single political shift. When we've seen every one of them take place in our in our just in our lifetimes, yeah. we've seen them, We've seen the pendulum swing from one end to the other, and each time the people on the other end of the pendulum swing were decrying the country's over and it's all going downhill that you know christianity's in trouble or the church is in trouble or your freedoms are in trouble and every time it swings back the other side says the same thing and it's like at what point are we going to decide well maybe we're just wrong yes maybe we are overreacting just a little bit and maybe we need to come to some sort of sane kind of well, and the, and the sad part
2: is on all of those pendulum swings, because I am old enough to have watched. I had a guy ask me recently, so are you happy that every that one party controls all the branches of government? And I, and I it took me a while to answer, and I said, you know, I'm 61, so mm-hmm. I had to think back. Over the course of my life, there are probably three or four times where this has been the case. Yep. And I can think of when it was good, and I can think when it was bad. And it didn't really matter which party was in control. It's what they decided to do. Sure. Mm-hmm. So— I'd rather wait and see what's going to happen instead of wasting a lot of time on it. But when I when I preload on worry and anger and back and forth and we all know what's going to happen, truth is we don't know what's going to happen. That's right. Mm-hmm. But if if those of us who know our future isn't this country, it isn't this world, if we could stay where we know our our faith is founded on the solid rock that our, the Lord our God is one. Mm-hmm. He's one. He's solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then when everybody else is swinging by, we could go, hey, I'm sorry you're so upset. Hey, there's a, there's a calmer way. There's mm-hmm. a more peaceful way. There's On both pendulum yes. swings, mm-hmm. if we had a solid place, a solid place would be really attractive to people right now. Yes. But because right. Christians keep
0: jumping on the pendulum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Somebody just came to me last week when all of this stuff was going on, and they, they had people. It said, people at my work just keep coming up to me all day long, and they're scared to death and these were conservative christian people and they're all they said i will keep walking up to me all day long at work and going aren't you worried about where this country's headed aren't you scared of what's about to happen and and they were of course coming to me and saying, what what would i say to that and i said you're dealing obviously with people who have done what we talked about last fall they have placed politics ahead of their faith and i said mm-hmm. the best thing you can do if this is a person of truly a person of faith you got to help them switch that and yeah. say come on who you follow that's right where's your hope line mm-hmm. cuz it sounds to me like your hope is in a government yeah or in a political party and come on let's let's come back to that we're Jesus followers we follow him and there's a better way
1: well and I think that's the and what you guys are hitting on I think is the absolute it's it's the hardest part for me in in dealing with Followers of Jesus, although most things around politics or most situations is our our what we were called to be Jesus says you know i 'm going to give you power before he returns to the father he says i 'm going to give you power, and you 'll be my witnesses mm. and that this word witnesses our job is to just live in such a way and to speak in such a way and to interact in such a way that my life is a witness to that and and not not some apologetics or you know that evolution or creation not these kind of things we get bogged down in a witness to something that happened mm-hmm. that Jesus rose from the dead and ever since then he's bringing new life new creation as you have said he's the solid rock i stand on you know there's lots of different ways you can phrase that but at the in the end what i'm bringing to is that in that my life is a witness that What happened 2,000 years ago, it happened to me personally. I can see it happening in our world. And my hope, it rests in that idea, that story. And when we take it out of that, and I believe, anytime I hear someone say, because I have this a lot, the thing that you're talking about, where you Mm -hmm. turn it to someone and you go, well, who do you trust? Don't you think God's I remember this at the beginning of all this COVID stuff, and and still people are very freaked out. Sure. And you would say, but, you know, where's your trust? Remember where God is. And they go, well, I know God's in control, but but... Anything that follows after that. Not Every time that it,
0: you say but, that means forget everything I just said. That's right. exactly right.
1: <laughs> there has to be this place where we, we step in. And I, and I know we have a question that's coming up in a couple of weeks. That this yep. does not absolve anyone from having to live responsibly no. or, to, or no. to love my neighbor. But where where my hope lies, mm-hmm. where my where my certainty in life lies, it is rooted in the fact that Jesus is in control and that what he did on the cross— made peace between us and God and and us and one another. It's me choosing to live in that story that does bring peace into this world. Well,
2: and if you think, you know, I was thinking when you were talking about the witness thing, I'm supposed to be an ultimately a witness that the resurrection opened the way, as Mm. Jesus prompted it would, Mm -hmm. for me to enter kingdom life. Right. That my deciding to enter my life into the life of Jesus, I get entered into the kingdom. And although there is no human government that's been able to last since the resurrection, that one thing, that kingdom is ongoing. So everybody puts their hope in any government, yeah. any monarchy, any government, oh, yeah. any form. They are they are witnessing to something lesser than. Yes. So I should be living a life that is witnessing to and so when somebody says, well, you know, ultimately... I care about our country. I want to do the best I can. But my ultimate hope, and I mean really my ultimate hope, I don't lose any sleep over what's happening. No, sir. I don't lose, I don't lose any, it doesn't cause me any distress because ultimately I have a king that's still on the throne. Mm. I have someone mm. that takes care of my every need, and Jesus has said, This world is a perfectly safe place for me to be. Yep. Regardless yeah. of who's in charge. Yeah, yeah. Well, or, because or we know who, they're who in is charge. in charge, or thinks they're in charge. Yeah. Right. And I was about to say because I know who's in charge. He chose the time and place that I would be born. I take that verse very literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. That God at some point decided, "Hey, it's time for an Ed to get on the planet." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he knew that I'd be in this situation. So I have to believe that this time, with all that's happening, is a perfectly safe place for this sixty-one-year-old dude to live confident in the kingdom Mm -hmm. and also for my eight-year-old granddaughters right
0: perfect time for them to be in the kingdom in this world and god in his providence also knows if again he gives us the choice to do this but if if i live in that reality what difference it could make in this world he knows that as well oh whether or not we're doing it is a whole nother thing well
1: i think about that when you say uh, that last part that you were saying there, Jason, I was thinking when you were talking as well, Ed, of the part, we, Esther's right, you know, mm. you were made for such a time as this. Yeah. The, the fact that we, we, we can see that in her or we can see it in big moments, because I've seen people saying similar things, not the exact thing about this time we're living in, that we were made for such a time as this, but this is what we also forget. Every moment I was made for this time. So the conversation with my, my four-year-old, I was made for that time, yeah. that moment, and all those little moments, they build character into me that, and we we were talking about this a couple days ago, that what gets squeezed out of me mm-hmm. ultimately sh- shows who I am, that in moments of pressure, moments of difficulty, moments of stress, when I have a five-year-old screaming in your face, right, and you go, what what how i respond says less about them than it does about oh, me right yeah. and we all get that when you're you get that as Five a five-year-old
2: is behaving like a five-year-old probably should behave yes,
1: yes. every parent <laughs> has had the moment where they say can you grow up and stop acting like such a kid and they're like well i'm three
2: you, you know I it's am. like and <laughs> most of the time i'm acting like you yeah yeah, yeah, sure. yeah i'm just doing what
1: you do right what comes out of me in that moment says something about me and so every moment and I had this thought today that I and I, I feel very much seeing this in myself that the best thing I have to offer is not any given ability I have, not any idea I have, not any opinion I have. The best thing I have to offer is the image of Jesus in me. Yeah. That that's what The incarnation means Jesus came to be with us, that Jesus didn't send us an idea. He didn't just, and because a lot of people have this, he didn't just come and go, come as a baby and go, I'll go die on the cross now because that's all that I care about is just getting to this moment. Jesus came to be with us. And if you spend more of your time forming your own ideas and what do I think about this and and what can I do my abilities how good what do I do at work that thing I do at work that defines me and that's who I am and you spend less time going how am I revealing the image of Jesus to others in moments like this man we're missing it and I'm guilty of that I'm aware we
0: all are are. we all all are yeah all right I want to get to the next question uh before we wrap things up today um this was asked of us back in December, and so I've been holding on to this one. Um, this person wants to know um, our thoughts on things that are sort of fall under the category of new age type stuff, and they give a list of things like uh, they talk about there's uh, people using music for healing purposes, yoga, um, gemstones. Do they have healing properties and all that kind of stuff, And and so they were... They were kind of saying, you know, I was always taught in the church that all those things are wrong, and what they want an opinion on that. So let's give our opinion on that.
1: <laughs> I don't know enough about. I don't know enough about most of the. I know a little bit about yoga, um, but I don't know enough to give. But my my brush reaction, especially to something like yoga, is it's it's your intent behind it. You know, yoga as an exercise. I know many people have found it very physically helpful, in that mm-hmm. it's a very good. Thing, But I know there are parts of yoga uh, and certainly, I guess, certain yogis, as they call the the teachers, right, of of this, Mm -hmm. that is rooted in, I believe, Hinduism. Or is it? Yeah, I think it's Hinduism. Right. And so certain of those meditation techniques might not be helpful, but there may be ways that through through the way that you're positioning your body there are certainly christians who do prayer postures that you may be able to use that time to focus on jesus and to to recite prayers or something of that so that's my first person i don't i don't know enough about music and i I know i'm giggling i don't mean to make that sound uh belittle i don't know enough about music for healing or crystals to to say one way or the other but that's that's my first brush reaction
2: yeah yeah and i have similar reaction the person wrote the question i certainly was taught for a long long time that all of that was evil I have done yoga. Still do several ro- yoga poses uh, for health and balance and those kind of things. And I could see where some of the mantras that you're asked to say, if you go all the way, mm-hmm. uh, I know those have religious overtones. Sure. I wouldn't be comfortable saying them only because I know now what it is. That's I don't right. Think Nobody accidentally makes you say something and you deny Jesus. That's not the way That's God right. is. God yeah. is not that kind of God yes. that he's waiting. Oh, oh, there's a magic word. Can't take it back now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's not that kind of God. But I think if you know, you right. probably shouldn't do it. It's, just, yes. it's like, you know, and I, you may not understand the reference in the Bible, meat sacrifice to idol. If it violates your conscience, mm. you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I also don't know enough about what somebody means by crystals and healing for music and all those kind of things. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I well, don't I, know. I
0: think what you said, Nathan, has a lot to speak to that. You know, it's about your intention. Is it true that listening to certain types of music is better for you mentally? Oh yeah, to, for calming purposes, absolutely. Just because of the nature of that thing, and the, the again that right there is very benign
2: yeah there's scientific evidence that certain kinds of music certain i mean those of us that are musicians know you can play certain chords and it makes the body feel certain ways
0: oh yeah well and that's just a part of
2: it
1: like with i know with dementia patients and stuff there's a lot of playing certain music actually and they can see yeah it triggers things in the brain and like helps to rewire (coughs) certain parts of the brain so that would be my thing knowing very little about it Mm -hmm. that with crystals and things like that for you i would i would i believe god wants us to trust scientific evidence and so but he wants us to love him with our our minds so i would just follow the science on those things that if there is scientific evidence to prove that these things help and you're not type tapping into some other you know spiritual belief by doing it then maybe it's fine but i certainly have never heard of any scientific evidence that says that Crystals, or, or, or that's right. No, but I don't know enough about it to say. I would just that would be my encouragement to anyone. If I was talking to you face to face, I would say, What's your reason for wanting to do it? And do you know of any scientific reason yes. to say this would help
2: you? And I would say to, to the person who asked this question, just because we may have just done a terrible job of answering your question, if you're talking about if there's uh, demonic powers behind stuff, uh-huh. and that's more the kind of stuff, why don't you re the question? And let us talk about maybe more specifically. Maybe that's not what you mean. I don't mean any of that. Uh, I don't know what you were asking, per se. Yeah, Uh, right. Yeah.
0: I agree with all that.
2: When it comes to New Age stuff, if you're talking about New Age where I am any form of a god, I am no form, and neither are you. Yes. Right. (laughs) Yes. So that, no. (laughs) No, you are no
0: form of any god at any time. Yes. But again, it's one of those things where... um, I've always said this to people when they come up, well, what about this religion or what about this? And I and I and I said, Well, you know, you can you can spend a whole lot of time uh studying other religions and things and, and try to know all the nuances of everything that they believe. And and I, I said, That's gonna take you a lot of time and a lot of effort. The best way for you to become the type of person that can recognize error when you see it. It's become so familiar with the truth sure. that it becomes so obvious to you right. that when you see it, you go, mm, I know that's not right. I know that doesn't smell good right. or whatever. That's right. <clears throat> because it just, I know the truth. That's right. Jesus, the way, the truth, and life, yes. and I know the way of Jesus. And, and that right there doesn't jive with it. And so then you become such a, a person of truth that you you just smell error as soon as it comes up. Well, and that's
1: what I was going to say, and I, I love the way you, 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 you said when you say the truth, that the truth is ultimately Jesus. Absolutely. The truth right. is Jesus. And this is where I think, this is a little divergent from the question, but I think it ties in, which is we've talked about this a lot, the disunity that exists within Christian churches, with churches together over <laughs> smaller T truths that mm-hmm. don't come back to whether, because this is what I was going to say, is anything that diverges from Jesus being the risen Son of God, right, who opened the kingdom of God, and all the things that are central to our faith, which is Jesus dying for us to make us new. And even within that, there are Christians who want to diverge on the reasons behind all those things. Yeah, what
2: was actually happening when he died and all of that.
1: That if we can get to a place with other believers, because there have been believers who have experienced disunity over Less divergent things than crystals healing because we are fighting for the truth that doesn't have anything to necessarily do with Jesus. And so, in our life, that's the importance of seeing the Bible as a story. If I remember, every person who is with me on believing Jesus is the Son of God and He did this work on our behalf, well, they're a witness with me and they're just coming alongside me. They're family.
2: And I want to say, you know, about Jesus being the son of God, because I had somebody ask me about this, and I just had to say, uh, we believe the Bible is a unified story that leads to Jesus, and Jesus is the unique son of God. Yes. Unique is an important <laughs> word. Sure. He, he is not, there aren't many other sons of God that are equal to um, him, like him. And he is unique. Yes. And uh, I had to have a conversation about that, that we, you know, Mm. And it's it's a good point. It is. It is. Glad there you are brought that up. People that teach that there are other beings like him.
0: Right. Mm. All right. All right. <clears throat> so teaser for next week. Okay. Ooh. Next week we're going to tackle a question about hell. Oh. Mm. And someone wants to know is Community Christian an evangelical church? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to answer that. <laughs> next week so i'm about to finish up my cookie here which by the way delicious that chocolate chip cookie is
2: it was really good
0: if you had not told me that it was just any old chocolate not vegan i would have <laughs> i would have never known that. i think
1: the oatmeal raisin i'm just gonna put in but i'm, a, I'm an oatmeal raisin guy always over are, chocolate yep. chips so your
0: whole I'm life you've been guy. that way i'm a chocolate chip guy that's a dang good chocolate I'd, chip i
2: think Reagan, raisins are terrible but For the most I, part. Well, I'll say this. That, if I have to have them, I want them in a cookie. I don't, that, just, That'll cover them up. I don't them in a cookie.
1: I don't disagree on the raisins. Raisins aren't my favorite. Oatmeal in general. I'm just, I'm an oatmeal I, oh, I dude. I do love oatmeal. So, yeah. Because the, the, chocolate, the chocolate chip cookies I make are oatmeal Let's chocolate Let's don't chip. make this
2: podcast too long Talk about
0: the kind of food I like because I like lots of food. There you go. <laughs> and I'll take up several. cat yeah, podcasts. But we're going to answer those questions and maybe one more next week. Oh. So. Y'all tune in next week. We'll get to those. Keep sending them. There's a, description, a link in the description where you can send us questions. Keep them coming. We'll keep answering them as well as we can do.
2: As well as we can do. Yeah.
0: See y'all next week.